What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. It's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boca. And you know what that means. It's another episode of Unpolished Therapy. Let's get to it. Hi, Dr. Boca. How are you? I'm doing great. I love our Wednesdays together. And this week, I really needed a Wednesday with you. Like, I'm really excited to just have an hour to decompress with you. I needed it. Okay, well, good. I'm happy to be here then. I love our Wednesdays too. We've said it before, but we can say it again. It's not the beginning of the week. It's not the end of the week. It's, it's the middle day. of the week. It's hump day. I think we've said this too in the past. It's kind of like Goldilocks. It's just perfect because it's the perfect day of the week. And I yes. love Wednesdays too. So I'm going to throw it off to you real quick. Where are we going? Well, okay. So as many people are aware, because they're going to look at their calendar shortly, we basically started lockdown within a couple of days from now, a year ago, which is like mind-blowing to me. Literally, I still feel like I'm just preparing for last March, like let alone this March, right? So, you know, I don't want to be like cutesy and cheesy and be like, oh, what did COVID do for us and all of that? Because I think we've been there, done that, and I'm really trying to focus on moving forward from COVID. But I do think a lot has come from this year in general. And I think that we, having done this podcast now since, you know, November, and we're finishing, what is it, like our second, what's a quadmester? It's not a quadmester. What do we call it? No, our quarters. Quarters. It's, it's a quarter. <laughs> I made up a new word, a quadmester. I love that. You okay, clearly so. are not in sales like I am in your day job. <laughs> no, I know exactly I what day of the quarter it actually is. So. Yes. Okay. So you can go with your quarter or my quadmaster or mm. quadmester, whatever it was called. But I think it would be cool to kind of go back and talk about some of the things if you're cool with that. Yes. I never want to argue you on your great ideas. In the spirit of, you know, the COVID one-year anniversary, I feel like every other content yeah. creator out there is going to do the whole like, oh my God, it's been a year COVID. Where I don't want to do that. Now? Come on. We're a little bit more unpolished than that. We don't have to be that basic. So happy birthday, COVID. Yeah, like happy fucking birthday, COVID. I'll it's make you a real. smash cake. Yeah. And we all know where we've been. We all know where we want to be and where we want to go. So let's just go. Let's go. Okay, let's go. And in the spirit of that, I'm on location right now. You can, you know, <laughs> listen to your behind you. You, you, can't, you can't see us. Although in the spirit too of what's to come, we may start putting our podcasts on YouTube and people have asked us about Instagram lives and things of that nature. Apparently this clubhouse is all the rage. And that's <gasps> Wait, like can we talk about clubhouse? Topic. Can sure. we talk about clubhouse? Okay. Sure. So I don't get it. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I invited you because I got on the bandwagon a little early, which is like so novel for me being like one of the leaders of the pack here because I'm usually like 10 minutes late to everything when it comes to these types of things. And so um, I got Have you on met me? I have a paper calendar and my <laughs> phone is like from 1980, but go ahead. And, and sadly, I'm banking on you to figure out Clubhouse <laughs> for us. So we're gonna, this is going to be quite the It's not going to be good because whenever I hear the word Clubhouse, the first thing I go to is I sing the Mickey Mouse song. 
Yeah, I mean, hello, 1974 called. <laughs> okay, they want their intro song back. So Clubhouse, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so I don't get it. I feel very rude stepping out of the room, like leaving quietly. Like, well, it says quietly. Like yeah, but leave quietly. What does like, that even you? mean? Oh, they all looking at me like, oh my God, she just, so you get a notification. Like what is happening when I leave? Because nine out of 10 times when my alerts go off, I accidentally push it to shut it off and I wind up in the room. Like you raised your hand? No, I have not raised my hand, but I'm literally in the middle of like getting ready for a patient or, you know, I don't know, like going into one of the schools for my kids or even recording a podcast. Like I literally pressed my phone by accident. And I'm in the middle of some intelligent people talking about God only knows what. And I'm like, oh my God, what's that coming from? And then I realize, and I'm like, oh my God, now I'm leaving. Is this tacky? Is this rude? So I am a clubhouse failure. I'm okay with it. But I would love for us to figure that out because it would be an amazing concept for us to not only start a room, but kind of take whatever our Wednesday podcast is, if people, if our listeners would be interested in this, taking our Wednesday episode, making a room, and then having a group of people come into that room to further discuss the topics and ask us the questions that they wish they could ask us if we were really live, but we're really just a podcast. Yeah. And I think we are going to do that. So for listeners out there, I just want to remind you, we do love your emails, your Instagram DMs and the texts that you guys know us personally or whatnot. It's such a high for us to get that Mm -hmm. feedback. I know personally, and obviously everything is anonymous. We would never out anyone's name or anything. But for me, I love my Wednesday afternoons and evenings when I get the texts and the DMs from you guys that have been tried and true from day one. We've had kind of like our own little post-unpolished therapy session, you know, via text or DM or whatever. And it's just great. And both Dr. Boca and I love it with the respective people that are reaching out to her or reaching out to me. So Clubhouse is really the natural next step. A lot of people, you know, who have said, this would be the time if we could have called in. You know, I know some people think that like we have a radio show. <laughs> right? cool that? That doesn't work like that. Nope. Um, but if, if we can figure out Clubhouse and then we can somehow figure out how to get you guys to figure it out and we can do a room and that is where we can do these live Q&As, I think it would be so much fun. It would add a lot of texture and depth to what we've already accomplished with the content we put forth. So, you know, hang on board and stay tuned and we'll try to get back to you on that. Absolutely. And to this question that I have for you is, what would you say was like one or two of the best DMs or texts or posts that you've received through all of this? Mm, okay. So now, wow, you're putting me on the spot. Let but me you're say. not outing anybody. Yeah, so. No, I would never out anyone. Well, you know, to be honest, and I hate when people say that, to be honest, no, like lie to me. Lied. Right. Yeah. No, don't be honest. God, so many. I I love the ones I get when people say, thank you for being honest and thank Mm -hmm. you for talking about things that most people don't. And most notably, I'm going to give a shout out to some of the fellas out there because you guys, I know you're listening and that puts a big smile on my face. And some of you, I respect so much that you're willing not only to just take the time to listen, but that you go one step further and you reach out to Dr. Boca or myself and, you know, share some of what's going on in your world as it relates to whatever these topics are. These topics are universal. You don't just have to have a vagina to relate. So thank you. I don't know if I answered the question, Dr. Boca. No, that was great. You know, to me, there's two things. One are the shocks, like the text that I get four weeks after we drop one. 
And it's somebody that in a million years, I never would have expected to listen. I got one last week from one of my political friends from years back. And he happens to be, not that this is a significant thing, but it just speaks to not only does he have a penis, but he happens to be orthodox, right? And it was so awesome that he found value in what it was that we were saying and, you know, reached out to me. And it's that little reaching out that really makes everything worth it. And the other thing that I love the feedback of is when somebody, I mean, I guess consistently what I've been hearing is they love our energy together, which makes it even more fun for us. But when somebody writes, I got it from the thank you note one, I, an etiquette, I have a friend who out of nowhere calls me. She's like, oh my God, the thank you note. That was amazing. She goes, you should start a whole podcast on etiquette. And I'm like, you realize we're unpolished, right? Like we got one thing down pat, which was the thank you notes. I'm not sure we are like, what's her name? Post, Emily Post, right? And should be doing anything on etiquette. But she was like, no, my friends would love it. Or I get another person saying that, oh, I'll give you another one. During the death of my grandmother, your name came up. Like, shouldn't Rachel be here? Right? Which I thought was hysterical. Which, well, I did go to the to the live stream funeral. I, I would never, but, I would never miss that. But this was, was in there. the moment. This was right. like in the process of her dying. And somebody right. said, shouldn't Rachel be there? And because they listened to our death podcast, those are the moments where I get a nice chuckle. And I realize that the things that we're doing are appreciated and it's worthwhile and that people feel connected. And that's really what our whole goal of this was. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I love it too. It really feels so good to give back. And as we've said on previous podcasts as well, I've phrased it. I don't think this is any kind of technical term. It's just my unpolished term, but that it's being selflessly selfish or selfishly selfless. Because if we can touch one life, if we can make one person think a little bit more or laugh a little bit more or even just self-reflect a little bit more, we've kind of done our job. And that makes me feel great to help others. And I will put it out there and I'm going to step out of turn and speak for you as well, Dr. Boca, in saying that all of our listeners, you guys have done so much for us as well. You guys are giving back just by listening and sharing and commenting and being part of our little unpolished therapy family that we've created. So huge props to all of you. That's how I feel about that. And I agree 1,000%. You're always welcome to speak for me. I just hope you say it and I look good when you're saying it. (laughs) But that aside, I want to thank all the listeners, but I am going to do a little plug here. So we are only as good as our listeners. So when we post this stuff on social media, we would love for more people to comment, right? Because you're all commenting to us behind the scenes. But part of what we're doing is coming front and center with all the things that other people are thinking about. And so what a cool opportunity for you all to take a leap and get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's a message that we've been talking about is, you know, sometimes we have to live in that discomfort. And so out yourself, and I don't mean out yourself like, oh my God, you know, you're going to say something that's so unpolished, but it is okay to comment on this stuff. And it is okay to tell your friends to listen to us. I mean, it's not like we're porn and you should be ashamed maybe, or we're, you know, this, what's that name of that book that we all read? 
the sex book that everybody was oh um about. Fifty so Shades of Grey Fifty Shades that? of Grey and you're like hiding under the blanket reading it so that your kids don't see the title of it we're not that right we're actually fun and above board and I would say clean but we're really not we're really unpolished but if you want to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey we totally <laughs> we can, can do that too so that's fine totally can but like be proud and loud and tell people about us because we would love to have even more people and touch more people's lives. Speaking of not to completely switch gears, but just in the spirit of how sharing is caring. I know last week we did kind of a super heavy episode on the opioid crisis and how it's affecting our children and just how gutting it is as a parent or, you know, as we said multiple times, just as human beings and people and this crisis that's going on. And I will tell you that, you know, it shouldn't take a trauma to get these messages out. But I'm so grateful for everyone out there that really did share the podcast on that one. And they shared the blog post that was written in conjunction with the podcast. It's so important. And it does make a difference. And if that tells us anything, that when there really is a topic that's so close to home, and it just strikes the nerve, and it can get out there, and it can go viral, and these things can help other people. Same thing can be for fun, uplifting, you know, let's put a smile on someone's face. And, you know, we just talked about it's been a year since the whole COVID crisis. We all could use smiles. So why not, you know, share the love, spread the love, unpolished therapy, there's enough of it for all of us to go around, right? Absolutely. I was just thinking about this. A year ago, I was doing puzzles. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing puzzles on my dining room <laughs> right. table. And here you, I am. You can see you you can see how thrilled I am. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, right. nice. <laughs> I was doing puzzles and I was, you know, cleaning my closets because what else are you supposed to do on lockdown? And look at where we are today at doing a podcast that people are listening to. Like, I think this is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I just, I, I had this and, thought and I just yeah. had to share it. No, it is. And we've certainly come a long way. Everyone listening at home, I, as I think I started to say, and we got kind of sidetracked, but I'm on location right now because we're (laughs) so unpolishedly sophisticated. I'm in the garage and I have my headset on and it, it happens to be, and I hope our Northern listeners don't get too jealous saying this, but the weather really has turned here. And it's so magnificent that on a Wednesday morning, I don't want to be inside. I want to be sitting outside and I want to be enjoying the beautiful weather and the zero humidity. So I am geared up and ready to go. And I have my earphones and my microphone, of course, and Dr. Boca and I are zooming in and out. And I'm literally in the garage. (laughs) So we haven't elevated too much to like a full-blown studio. Maybe other like fancier podcasters get that at some point. Maybe that's season three when we have like real life guests. We'll We'll have some sponsors and, you know, can actually afford to do things like that. But right now we are making the best of our situation and I'm really proud of us. Yeah, no. Yay for Wednesdays. Yay for Unpolished Therapy. So what else you got? What else is shaking? I know, you know, sometimes on the blog, when I have things to say, but I don't have enough for like a full-blown one topic, I kind of have like spinoffs and it's kind of like a charcuterie board of unpolished topics or, you know, like just a hodgepodge or a smorgasbord, if you will. So I guess today is kind of like, mm, were we not prepared? Did we not study? We didn't want to not have our Wednesday. What else is going on? Well, I mean, look, it's been a busy, busy week, at least in my world. We had a death, right? So my grandmother passed. We had a funeral. I had two birthday parties for my son. 
and I baked a cake. So that was like crazy in and of itself. You know, I got into the car today and the engine light was on in my car, which is always a fun thing to wake up to. You had a computer crisis. So oh my God, you guys. Let me just tell you something not to interrupt the death that you had, Lori, <laughs> the real death. <laughs> but I had to just throw in my unpolished narcissism with my own little personal catastrophe over here because if anyone knows me, you know how like my 11 by 14 paper calendar comes with me everywhere I go. Well, my laptop is just as important and it's my lifeline, literally, with my real job and just my means of communication. So the long and the short is that my computer had a life of its own. I diagnosed it with COVID. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> fortunately, it's going to make a full recovery, but it's definitely like on a vent right now and it's being hospitalized for about two weeks. So, <laughs> you know, the hydrochloroquine w- did not work right away. I actually had to like finagle my way at the Apple store. My God, have you been to the Apple store lately? There's like Tony Crazy. Sopranos everywhere. Like major security to try to get a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. and Because of people like you, Rachel. Well, no. I mean, people like me have been <laughs> home for a year. And even in pre-COVID days, I am not a mall person. And I avoid the Apple store at all costs nonetheless. But this was an emergency. And I had no choice but to hightail it there. And I handled it pretty well. And I did think of you, Dr. Boca, some of your therapy techniques in the moment, no less. Wow. Okay came through, I knew not to have a complete rage mode, panic attack, and the tears weren't going to work. I handled it calmly, maturely. I couldn't pull any kind of like female flirt because I looked like I was homeless. (laughs) So that was not going to go over well. But I am proud to report that I did do some finagling in the kindest of ways. And I broke my way in and I'm on a new laptop now while the other one is recovering from COVID. But nevertheless, it was a hectic week here on this end too. And I'm really glad that, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about wears off on you. That's really, no, it does. that's great. I love that. And you did handle it very well because I was on the receiving end on FaceTime for some of it. <laughs> I and know. she could not have pulled off the flirting. I must say she's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, you woman. saw me. Right. She's a beautiful woman. But in that moment, it was not going to fly. Not that good, people. said, I couldn't pull it off at the Volvo dealership this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. I drove over there after texting my guy, the engine light, being like, is this important enough that I need to come in today? And if I do, I have to have a loaner and never got a response. So I called the main number and they're like, you can come in on Thursday. I'm like, no, no, engine light on, car blows up. I'm coming now. So I went and my little guy, Rennie, who he must think I'm the worst human being ever, but it's only because he is the recipient of my belief that I got the lemon Volvo. Okay. Mine is a true lemon. I mean, it's turning yellow. That's how lemony (laughs) it is. Okay. And I tried to squeeze it and get some lemonade and not giving me anything. So I've had so many problems, which by the way, I love Volvos. My XC90 is a beautiful, amazing car. So I'm not knocking Volvo. I'm knocking my bad luck with having nice cars. So I went there and I told him like, you didn't get back to me. So I came here because that's what people do. And he said, well, I saw your text. And I was like, wait, you saw my text? And And I ignored you. (laughs) And you didn't respond. 
respond to my text? Like, I, I don't understand. And he was like, well, we've been busy today. And I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, the engine light came on today. Yesterday was the light about the lights. I said, so to me, that seems like a lot of lights coming on that doesn't really make sense. Something's wrong with the car. The brakes are making some little like, but when I stop. Can you park the car, please? Can you land the plane? Like, so it's the end of the story. So the point is, after 25, 30 minutes, they tell me there's no loner. So he takes me across the street to Enterprise. And I am the newfound owner of a beat up white <laughs> minivan. Okay. I, and I loved minivans, but I am driving around in a beat up white minivan. My kids are looking at me like, what happened? to your beautiful Volvo. 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 <laughs> How is your Volvo? That, that's a different topic. And for listeners out there, if you are still there, because I don't blame you if you like change hey, the channel. My I'm... story was good. <laughs> no, but what I'm going to put out to everyone is it's kind of, you know me with the quizzes. What episode did we talk about in this season? Or maybe it was last season where now I'm suggesting you have another vehicle in your therapy family of methods of transportation that maybe you could have taken out of storage to assuage this problem you had with your Volvo Lemon. Okay, so let me tell you the problem with pulling the camper out of storage is you need a car to hitch it to. (laughs) Minor technicality. So, Clearly, I'm not well-versed on camper mobile homes and things of that nature. Yeah. But as you were telling me the story, I'm like, wait a minute, don't you have like a home on wheels? Couldn't you have just pulled that out? And I could that? have, but you know, I don't know which is worse, the beat up white minivan or driving around in the camper. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, and people who know me know this to be true. I'm not a car person and Neither I never I. have been. To me, I've always felt as though if it gets me from point A to point B, I'm okay. I'm very humble. My kids, though, make fun of me. They are not humble. They're, you know, they're boys. They're into cars. They're, you know, the older one is now like on the cusp of almost driving, which that's definitely oh, a topic like, in and of itself. I'm we'll sweating. talk about it another day. I know I'm not prepared to talk about like my white knuckles on the side of the passenger seat with my 15-year-old behind the wheel of a car. That we'll save for another day. But that being said, one of the new topics in the house is obviously cars. My kids make fun of my car because they call it a golf cart. It's so small (laughs) and they're actually not wrong. And being someone who's not really that caught up with cars, they've rubbed off on me a little bit in the sense that I look at it now and I'm like so turned off. I'm like, this isn't a vehicle. This is a golf cart. And my kids are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They're these big, growing, strong teenage boys. And when I have to take them somewhere, there's just not room It's like a clown car. It is. It it, is just clown car. Like there's nothing that screams unpolished more, but it just, nothing about being unpolished bothers me with the exception of just the car really is like a golf car. Like if we're playing golf, it's a really great mode of transportation, but I don't know. So maybe I would take your minivan. I see your white minivan and I raise you one. A golf cart. Golf cart. Exactly. (laughs) But let me tell you, I love minivans. I had a minivan. They're great. I'm not knocking the minivan. So all you minivan mommies that are listening or your daddies that are driving around in the minivans, love, love, love them. When you can like get your kids in the car in the pouring rain by pushing a button and then closing the doors on them and you don't have to get out, it is the greatest thing in the world. However, not the beat up one. Oh, by the way, that smells of stale smoke that they tried to spray. Yeah, that's um, gross. Yeah, when they sanitized it for COVID today. I mean, it was just, it's ridiculous. So that was my morning. Yeah, stale smoke is just no joke. It's just disgusting. Yeah, this was, it was gross. So that was my morning on a week (sighs) that already kind of just sucked. 
So, you know, that's why I was looking forward to today and our Wednesday hump day. Yeah. Well, the good news is it can only get better. I'm waving to like my neighbors who are like, what is that crazy lady doing in her garage with earphones and a microphone? And, talking to and, herself. Yeah, just talking to herself. Clearly. I can so That's on point with, you know, my personality, I suppose. Dr. Boca, so what else do you have? We're kind of, again, this is like one big smorgasbord. I feel like we're like on the buffet line. You know, <laughs> we're like taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that and... Yeah, well, okay, so I want a little bit of sweet and sour chicken right now. And all I have to offer you is, you know, look, sometimes we just have to come together and have a conversation and be unpolished and laugh a little bit about absolutely nothing. I mean, look, Seinfeld made an entire career out of talking about nothing, right? So I bow to him. It was amazing. So this was one of our sessions where we didn't have much to talk about that was specific, yet we got some really good laughs in. We got to tell a few good stories. And we are almost done with our syllabus. I feel like we've almost graduated another... It's not a quadmester, apparently. It's another quarter. It is a quarter. And of course, as you know, not only do we do quizzes throughout the quarter, but there will be a final exam. But yeah, it's like I was I was laughing before because I was likening the piece. We didn't really know what we were talking about today. And we kind of just piecemealed it together. It's kind of like when my kids come home and they're like, Mom, what's for dinner? And I'm like, mm. You know, I'm completely like pulling it out of nowhere. I'm like, well, there's some cereal and oh, we have some peanut butter and jelly and like, oh, or like we're doing dinner again. Like, didn't we do that this week already? Must we have to go through that again? They eat three meals a day. It's so annoying. They eat a lot. They eat a lot. But that's what keeps them growing and healthy and strong. And you know my love for food. So I'm never going to say no, but I am going to say it's annoying. Yes, it is. Right. So next week, I was hoping... That we get back on track because like, yeah, totally I was hoping derailed. that we get back onto a topic. I thought that this would be. I didn't want to go the year mark and not acknowledge the birthday, but now that it's one and it had a good year of you know lockdown and all of that stuff, I'm ready to like bye bye COVID. So bye, hasta luego. I want to get back on track. I want to finish our syllabus. I'm not somebody who leaves things hanging. So one of the things that you and I have spoken about, and I think our listeners should know that when we go into our next season, which is still a couple of episodes away, we are tossing around this concept of bringing on some guests, which I think would be really cool. And one of the guests that I would propose that we bring on is somebody who is a little bit further along in the menopause process than us. So what I would like to do, if you're cool with this, is to talk about perimenopause before the semester's over or the quarter's over. I cannot get this right, but the quarter is over before we start bringing on guests and then bring on a guest to help us get through the transition um, of the change, right? The transition of the change. There you go. Nice pun, Dr. Boca. Thank you. I'm Um, learning from you. There you go. There you go. Happy punny. Yeah. So perimenopause, that's always a perky not topic. And I'm happy to talk about it because I am going through it as we speak. So that's always fun. I'm happy to dive into that next week. And I'm so excited. You said, you know, we're toying around with the idea of bringing on gas. I am actually making an executive decision. Oh my goodness. Wait, yeah, wait, no, wait, wait, yeah. Time. yeah. Mark it down. We are bringing on gas. I think that it will be so much fun. It's another layer and texture to our unpolishedness already. And we have so much fun ideas in store and people that we want to talk to and bring on. So that's definitely coming down the pipe and coming down the pipe quite soon. Okay. I have a question. Is it pipe or pike? 
I think it goes either way. I say pipe, P-I-P-E, like down the pipe. But I do believe, and I suppose we can look this up if you want to ask the Google, but pike as in like turnpike coming down the pike. I don't know that there's a one or the other. Do you want to look it up real quick? And I was going to leave it up to the listeners to tell us. All right, listeners out there, maybe, you know, reply back. What do you think? Do you think that it's down the pipe or down the pike? I mean, I don't know. I always love getting your verbiage on things because I look at you as the articulate writer. Oh, oh great. So like if I'm wrong. (laughs) Well, I mean, come on. It's not like you don't put the onus on me sometimes as the professional psychologist here, right? So I'm going to throw it back on you. You're the writer. So I would think you would have mastered the English language. So I look to you as the as the guru of verbiage. And so when you say it different than me, nine times out of a 10, I assume it's me who's saying it wrong. Well, guys, I don't know if we've accomplished anything other than what we've said all along is that we break down a lot of wreckage. And today, I don't even know what the wreckage was we broke down. But I do feel like we are, we're just two broken down cars between Dr. Boca, between your white piece of junk minivan <laughs> and my golf cart and a broken laptop and a funeral. And we didn't have four weddings, but we're just a mishmash of unpolishes and... Two weddings? Oh, yeah. Well, you've had two weddings. I've had one. Don't we only need like one? Do you think anyone could get married between now and the end of the week? I don't know, but I'm giving it to you. (laughs) All right. We're going to end the show. If anyone wants to propose to me, (laughs) we can do like a quickie wedding and we'll have it in old. It's not a big deal, but we just want to round out to be able to say that on Unpolished Therapy this week, we had four weddings, a funeral, a deadbeat car, a broken computer, and a golf cart. And a partridge in a pear tray. And a partridge in a pear tray. So I don't even know what we talked about, but we didn't want to go through a week without shouting out to everyone out there that's been loyal to us. And we enjoy you as much as you enjoy us. Next week, we will be back with something a little bit more constructive and polishedly unpolished. But as the doctor here, I do have to say there was value in this, at least for me. I needed to laugh. And thank you, Rachel, because (laughs) I knew that today would be that day that I could come in here and we could get a good laugh because we all know that laughter truly is the best medicine. And if there's one thing that we can take from this birthday of COVID was that people needed connection and laughter. And if we accomplish those two things, every podcast that we do is exceptional. Okay, okay. Well, then on that note, we always want to end on a high. So I will thank you for putting that into perspective for all of us. And again, as I mentioned, next week, we will be back. We'll be a little bit more clear and concise. And we'll have a topic that actually maybe like tugs at the heartstrings. For now, though, just take it all in. Enjoy your week. And from Dr. Boca and myself, Rachel Silver Cohen, this has been one hell of an unpolished therapy sesh. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone, like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage.